It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? It's the cultured athlete, Brandon London. I'm dropping by on the Kicks and Shit show this weekend. I'm your special guest. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 74 of The Kicks and Shit Show. Bam, 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 bam. Yep, yep. You know what I'm going to say, right, Jim? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were like, every week lately in yeah, the yeah. 70s. I think we're having senior moments now that we're in our 70s, you guys. Brad's <laughs> like, I'm going to stop making that sound. And then here we are. And well, then it's like I, I only, amnesia. I only said it once. I didn't say I was going to do it ever. I said it once. And then I just right. forgot to do it. So now we're back on our on our jam, whatever. Back well, like we never left, right, Jim? Exactly, exactly. We'll see. We'll see how, how, how I decide to flip it up later on as we go. Got to keep you off your toes, you know, or keep, yeah, keep you off your toes. That's, that's, that's the, that's the way that saying goes. Anyway. Got to get those feet in the streets, Jay. You know what I'm saying? Feet in the streets. Well, first question, of course, as always, where in the world is Gabby Rosenthal? 
Well, Gerard, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> I'm in Vegas this week here for a work conference mm-hmm. next week in the automotive space. Very excited. And then mm-hmm. we'll be heading to Complex Con. Complex Con. So it's the year of the con, my friend. Now that things are kind of opening the, up a little bit. The year of the con. As in, you're going to sort of rob people or? No, meaning I have Comic Con. I know, I'm teasing. And then your girl's headed to Complex Con. I know, I know. Not conning people in these streets, my friend. <laughs> the year of gods. How can I con people? It's like, no, no, we don't want to do that. We don't, we don't subscribe to that type of behavior no. on this on this program. The family show. Is it? <laughs> this is a family show. Well, Gabby, in these streets, lots of things happening. Uh, we know that the by the time this uh, episode airs, it will already be out. But the Jordan Three in Pine Green will be out uh, this weekend. You know, and I saw our good friend Sneaker Fetish uh, posted something on Instagram where he was basically just like, you know, I'm ready for Nike and Jordan brand to start putting out shoes that have stories behind them and not necessarily just here's a new colorway. And that, and that is something that you, of course, have been talking about for a long time. And I agree. Like, are, are you really at the point now where you're kind of like with a lot of these releases where you're just like, I don't even care. Like, it's just a colorway because your big thing is why. And you're like, why? What? And don't just tell me, oh, because it's Christmas season. That's why I'm going pine green. Like, and where's my blue for Hanukkah? Then that's what I, <laughs> I say to you, Gerard. Where is my red and yellow for Kwanzaa? All right? right. Like, where, if we're going to do that, like, <laughs> let's do it. Um, I don't know. I think it's a few things for me, right? I think the uh, there's been some recent coverage and articles that are from our friends at Complex about that a uh, select few people have maybe had some issues with the interface of the sneakers app. Mm. I love the choice wording on that one because I I feel like majority might rule on that one. You mean like everyone, um, right? (laughs) Yeah, and I just feel like there's no consistency, right? We talk to our guests all the time about like, here's the tricks, try this device, try this. Mm -hmm. If you're new, if you're not, like, I feel like my grandma even has a sneakers app and hasn't hit yet. You know, like it depends. (laughs) Yeah, Grandma, Grandma Charlotte's with it, let me tell you. But I think it just depends for me. And because there hasn't been as much in the creativity and the storytelling, it kind of, like, turns me away. I'm like, let me go for the pairs that, like, I really wanted, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let me – I love royal blue, yep. mixed blue, as you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. let me focus on pairs that fit under that. Or, you know, the chocolate milks are not crazy on resale right now. Maybe I'll get a pair of those. Or the Wave Runners aren't crazy either. Let me get a second pair. So yeah, I've yeah. shifted my focus. And I think, like, we've talked about this a little bit too – The this kind of new collab model where it's like the three-way collab mm-hmm. where – I just feel like knowing that it's so hard to get things and Nike has been a pa- Nike and Jordan have been a powerhouse churning out launches more so than ever before. It's like oh, too much is is too much sometimes. And mm-hmm, I think again mm-hmm. I, I mentioned these three-way collabs where like what you slap a logo on it and it's a collab but it looks like everything else like what kind is of. the extra value that is coming and don't get me wrong there's some that i'm like this is a dope colorway i'm gonna go for it right right and i and i and shouts to nike and jordan brand for always looking at new ways i mean it's the marketing and sales cog right like we're just a cog in the wheel and i think they're brilliant at what they do like there's a reason that the price of sneakers keeps going up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's even if you're lucky to get them but the at retail the price point yeah. is going up to like the average of what 200 a pair now mm-hmm. so it's showing that there's a need and a demand but they're speaking to a different audience right and i know we've talked about this before about resellers now are going after anything that has a draw or an enter to win sure, even sure. if it's not high pair like 1985 dunks in that yellow acid wash i should have been able to get those yeah 
there was nothing crazy around it. I thought like the heritage was really cool. They were a neat looking shoe. They're sitting what twenty dollars above retail mm-hmm. on the resale sites right now. Like, bruh, y'all aren't making a profit, my friend, for the amount of bots and, and effort that you're putting into that. Bruh. <laughs> I mean, Jersey girl, you know what I'm saying? But I just think that the game for me has changed a little bit. And I know this is true of a lot of like the OG sneaker enthusiasts. I mean, that's why people are getting into more of other collectibles. I think yeah, that's why arts, sir, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. hats are, are popping off. The sock game is a thing mm-hmm. that it wasn't before in the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. are looking at those other avenues that they feel like they can come to play in and maybe ones that are a little bit more budget friendly. I mean, I think like collecting sneakers is amazing. I'm not stopping that anytime of soon. Course, I'm just focusing my efforts. Um, but I'd love to know your thoughts, Jay. I am with you on that. Look, I know that, you know, Nike did a little like a Halloween pack with the Air Force One and the Presto. And like, if you're into Halloween, that's kind of cool, right? It's like if you see somebody being like, oh, let me jump on that. Halloween, not exactly my favorite holiday. So not really my jam. Um, for me, though, mainly it's like what we always talk about with our guests, right? Which is just going to the sneaker store and being like, ooh, I kind of like these. They're kind of fresh. Let me try to right? Let me try to cop those. And moving outside of, you know, Jordan 3s and, like, favorite silhouettes and going to New Balances and some of the other things, right? Or even just going back and getting more classics, right? Another yep. pair of Puma Puma Low suede in a different color, right? Just because I like those, right? I just think more and more of that and less of the, ooh, the Billie Eilish Jordan 15. And it's like, nah, I'm not coming, coming at Billie Eilish. I'm just saying that as one of the shoes that I know is coming out, right? Like, it's, eh, I'm going to go with something that really working for me that I like, right? But what about the Yeezy phone runners? It's like, nah, not really in my bag. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good on that. And that's okay. I think I think the brands across the board need to be better about not just adding in a colorway, right? Like, I know Puma doesn't get talked about as much, but some of their, like, collabs are super unique. And I like the way that they're doing something, doing different things. And even the way that Adidas' Star Wars collab, which I mm-hmm. felt like was really under the radar. Yep, yep. I'm not, like, a crazy Star Wars person, but, like, I thought the detail and the thought that was into that, I'm like... I need that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really dope. Like, the storytelling is there, and it doesn't always just feel like a marketing play, right? Yes. And I think, don't get me wrong. If there's a fire colorway, even if there's not a major right. ride You'll that get it. along yeah. with it, I'm going to go for it, yeah. of course. And, like, anyone who says otherwise, like, stop playing, y'all. It's, it's okay, <laughs> but it's okay, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like blue sneakers, so, like, I don't care if the sneaker is blue because it's blue because, like, <laughs> devil wears Prada. Like, I told you to wear that cerulean blue, and here we are in a sweater two years later. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I felt accustomed to that marketing scheme. And yeah, give me that blue shoe, please, preferably at retail. But I don't know. It's just it's a weird time right now for sneakers. How often does Devil Wars product come up in these in this show? Like I feel like I pretty think you and I like way too often. Like laurels for spring, groundbreaking. Ground. That, that applies to everything in life. Everything. Not fabulous yet. Not yet. Um what I do think is interesting, though, is I, I would love to, like, man, maybe we can dive in on some of the numbers around the Nike app versus the sneakers app. Yeah, because yeah. one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of these restocks now aren't just exclusive to sneakers, mm. that they're happening on the Nike app. Never before yeah, for true. or not frequently, at least, have we been able to get, like, a silver toe one restock that's, like, driving you there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting to see if they can piggyback on that halo effect, mm-hmm. knowing that no one can get their hands on sneakers and sneaker apps. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm staying there and scrolling through other stuff. I think it's kind of brilliant, actually, to look at it from that model because, hey, I'm already on the Nike app. They're getting my data from sneakers and feeding me things that 
I might want or that I might need. I'd love to see kind of how this develops and if Nike continues that model. I think across across platforms within their apps, but also across devices. Like I got an alert the other day on my iPad version of the sneakers app that was like, oh, this is in your market, but mm-hmm. didn't get the same alert on my phone. So maybe that's what it is. I should have been on my app the whole time on my iPad. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I'm with you there. I, I did see that as well on the Nike app. You go in there and you're like, ooh, look at these like J's that are coming out that are cool that I might yeah. want to get. So I do like that. Speaking of uh, releases, I know there's another Yeezy Boost 350, the version two, which is, of course, the popular uh, silhouette, which is a silhouette that I like a lot. Like, and I think, I mean, I'm not unique in that. A lot of people like that silhouette. But it's a comfortable shoe, too, it, it's it, all, in addition to it being a, a nice silhouette. It, it is very comfortable. Um, another colorway is coming out in that, uh, the new MX Rock colorway, right? And it's got this cool, like, rainbowy looking. And I'm like, you know me. I don't like, you know, too much color. And I'm like, ah. You can rock those shades. But I, yeah, but those, because you know what it is? The color pattern is not like super loud and in your face. Like it's multi. You see blue, you see orange, you see yellow, but it isn't like, oh my God, like neon and fucking like jumping off the page. Like Jesus Christ, like put those things away, please. <laughs> like, you know, with the right fit, those are nice. So, and it's a nice, like, I, I love it because it's a little bit it's lighter. A birthday kind of vibe, Gerard. Could be, I don't could... know if anyone has a birthday coming up perhaps, on this. Per, per, perhaps I do. <laughs> perhaps I do. So anyway, that's just something that's out there that I think, oh, might be nice to make a play for. But in general, you know, I'm just looking out for what I like and, and moving on from there. But folks, stay tuned because coming up next is our guest, someone from the world of the NFL and we're super excited to have him on, so stay tuned. Peace. What's good, y'all? We are back, and Gabby, we're not alone. We are joined by former football player, current New York Giants uh, television host with our good friend Madeline Burke, Brandon London. How are you, sir? Hey, you forgot overall good guys. I like it. So overall, you overall good guy. No, thank you. Thank you for being here. We are excited. So, you know, obviously, as he who grew up in New York, Giants fans, it's great having you around. We're going to get into your journey uh, with football as well. But how are you, man? How you doing? What's going on in these streets? I mean, I know the Giants aren't doing great right now, but, you know. You, you know, they're not, you know, not hot right now. You know, it kind of started, you know, kind of behind like they have. But honestly, it's it feels kind of different this year in the sense being in the facility and all. You still see guys at practice. You still see high energy at practice. The music still going. I still, I've learned who Pooh Shiesty was at practice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, being around the players and stuff because me being 37 now and being a former Giant you know, I feel like that old head, at, but at the same time, some of them, you know, when I do the interviews with them, I am still feel young enough to relate and all. So it's just it's cool. You know, football is great. And I got some uh, a great gig that I'm going to be announcing pretty soon. I just we ain't signed them papers yet, so I can't say <laughs> uh, I just love being back in New York. And, and, and you know that, right? It's like you ain't saying nothing until pen to paper till it's official. <laughs> I ain't saying it. Damn thing. I call my mama and say, Mama, it's official. <laughs> then I'll make that Instagram post. After I call my mama, it's official. <laughs> well, we're excited. And we know that uh, the people who follow you are going to be excited to see that uh, when that comes out. So let's talk, man, like about your football journey. Obviously, we know you were uh, part of the Giants squad. You played for the Dolphins and the Steelers, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, as well as you played in the CFL. But 
where it all began, man? Where that love for football come from? Uh, I like to tell people as a coach's kid, I, I, I came out the womb with a football, man. Came out the womb, Tiki Barber high and tight, you know. <laughs> uh, it just, it was something, I'm just, like I said, my dad's head football coach currently for Women Mary University. My brother is the receivers coach there. My sister is a is an animal in uh, women's professional football in the WNFC uh, for the Denver Bandits. So football is life in our, our family. But uh, I, I got to give props to my mom because I got to grow up, you know, seeing my mom screenwriter, playwriter. Um, she's got a domestic awareness documentary coming out right now. She's wrote a book. So that's how that kind of cultured athlete world emerged. And I didn't even know about it as a kid. You know, I just love football so much. All I, that's all I thought about. But in the fourth grade, I got a chance to do a play, and I, I absolutely loved it, you know. But at the same time, you know, you as a football player, you think you got to lock in, you got to go. Like, I, I kind of had uh, a one-track mind when it came to it. So, you know, I went to – uh, I wasn't highly recruited because I bounced around from school to school as a coach's kid, eight schools in 12 years. Went to two different high schools, went to a prep school, went to UMass. Shout out to UMass Minutemen. Um then, you know, undrafted free agent with the Giants. It was on their practice squad mm -hmm. when we made the Super Bowl, but Indeed. they knew there was something about me, you know, and, and it's just funny how life comes full circle, you know, showing all that personality and all. And then the next year I balled out in training camp and then I actually played for the Miami Dolphins. So I don't understand why I don't do TV for the Miami Dolphins <laughs> or Giants, but everything comes full circle. Try to make a team with the Steelers. Um, it didn't work out there. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Uh, then I went to Canada, you know, won a great cup up there. Mm -hmm. And in 2012, I'm up there. I'm balling up there. I'm averaging 19.9 19 <laughs> yards per catch. I think I had like 46 catches, only three drops. I'm up on the ESPNs. They're, they're, uh, what their ESPN yep. is called, TSN mm -hmm. up there. I'm on their top 10 sports highlights. I'm out there. I, uh, I, I stole the word wavy from Max B from, you know, being in New York. Shout out to Max. Max comes home pretty soon. Free Max B. And I, I was just up there calling myself wavy. Like anybody wants a piece of wavy. I, you know, I just started breeding characters, you know, because the CFL, that gives you your chance to live your dream mm -hmm. out. Really, They show love up there and they pay. You know, you're not making millions like Odell and all those guys, but <laughs> if you're playing well up there, you get, you know, you get a nice little bag. So I'm up there balling. We got four games left. I'm like 100-something yards away from my first 1,000-yard season. And my coach, Mark Tressman, who ended up coaching with the Bears the next year, we knew he was going to the NFL. I was one of his guys. I'm like, I'm going back to the NFL, and I'm going to give it another go. Bucket tear meniscus, done for that rest of the season. I try and get up. I'm in Toronto, and that's when the Argonauts used to play at uh, uh, where the where the where the, where the Blue Jays mm -hmm, play mm -hmm. at, in that Sky Dome. Yep. Try and get up, couldn't get up. Took, I knew it. Took my helmet, threw it, and I said, "You know, that's where I lost love for the game." Mm -hmm. You know, I ended up playing a couple years after that for the check, but that's when uh, I'm sitting in uh, a special teams meeting. You know, I got leg up cast up couldn't do nothing and that's when i started scribbling in this notepad that i have and uh that's where the cultured athlete was really born and i went to trust coach trustman i went to him and i'm like look trust i come in i work out i get my rehab i can't do anything at practice 
can I enroll in Montreal School of Performing Arts and just skip practice and then just start taking theater classes? I, I, I didn't think he was going to say, yeah. I thought he was like, no, we want to want your energy around the team. We were, he said, go, because they knew. Mm-hmm. You know, I, used to, I had this $300 little <laughs> vloggy camera that I bought. Go up, you know, go up to my teammates in the locker room, interview them, or go up away game, interview them and all that. So, I mean, I moved out to L.A. that uh, that off season and uh, started taking TV hosting classes. Started created Jersey Off Suit On, which was a little web series I did up there because I was modeling up there. I was doing some stuff, you know, and I only played football just to continue that access. Yep. You know, like I said, I was modeling. I'd bring I've had my one of my teammates is my camera guy. His hands shaking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like when you shoot something fire and you go back and look. And, and you're like, oh, man, <laughs> you didn't click on the audio. <laughs> And you're like, ah, oh. so like, and take two. Let's go. <laughs> that's when all that was. That's when all that was born, man. And uh, you know, I I haven't looked back since, honestly. I think that's amazing. And I know you talk about cultured athlete, and I think like tapping into that and kind of your full trajectory, like everything kind of ladders into that, no matter what stage that you're at. Tell us more about what that means to you and and beyond the inspiration of your parents, but what that path is and the importance of that. You know, I've always been about the culture of sports, you know, Um, Carl Banks, former giant, great giant legend. Mm -hmm. And he does giants TV as well. He always Mm -hmm. says sports, the great uniter, a great unifier, you know, in the sense and the culture within sports. And I remember watching a show called Dahani tackles the Mm -hmm. globe. Great Dahani Jones. Yeah. And he was going all over the world, trying different sports and just immersing himself in the culture. And that's exactly what I had an opportunity to do. You know, I mean, just think of my football career. And my rookie year, we went to London. You know, we played in that first London game. And uh, the year before, you know, I was a senior at UMass. Some of my boys who were exchange students from London you know, I, when I got over there, you know, Plax and them were going to all the, the places, the touristy places. My boys were taking me and, and uh, like Steve Smith, Aaron Ross and, uh, and Mar Bradshaw came with us. We took the tube and we were we were <laughs> out at like places where you, I'm like the locals. You're with the locals. Oh, I'm with the locals. And you just learn how I'm like, you know, talking to people like, oh, yeah, I know Eli Manning. And they like. Oh, <laughs> I know Wayne Rooney, you know, I know Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, and not to Eli, you know, but that's the culture over there. Yeah, for sure. So then you fast forward that to being able to play in Canada and living in Montreal. When when I lived in Montreal, I lived, you know, I was up there for five seasons. There was one time I was in a place called uh, the, the I lived in a park called the Plateau, Le Plateau, and that's all French. So I would go into the marketplaces and I would have to. You know, I was les oignons, like have mm-hmm. to ask where the onions That's and all. That's a parlay français. Parlay français, and it's like you, 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 you get into these cultures of the sport, and that's what I was all about—the entertainment aspect of it. And you can see, like, I kind of created all that before the complex sports and all that. I just didn't have that. Everybody's like, "You're playing the CFL? Who cares?" You know, you didn't have that access to that A-list celebrity to come on and do the interview to get the retweets and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, there's no, I'm not knocking on anybody or anything like that, but you know, but between the culture of sports and Mm -hmm. everything that I've done, modeling, TV shows, fashion shows, you know, I shot for academics and I did ripped a runway and all that. No one knew who I was a practice squad guy, you know? So 
it's just one of those things. I, I've, I've been able to live this life through sports, through being here in New York, Miami, Montreal, L.A. You know, I've, I've got I've gotten the best of these worlds, and it's like that's now I do TV now I do the the Chelsea podcast for Chelsea FC, the official nice. Chelsea FC podcast here in America. It's like. I, different doors just keep opening up and I'm like, you know what? Step right in and allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> Shouts to Chelsea. Of yeah. Top, top, top of the uh, table in English Premier Absolutely. League. Well, listen, you know, America. <laughs> you know, what's so interesting is that you realize Brandon, as you travel the world, like football is a uniquely American thing. Like the NFL, like people in the rest of the world don't know and don't give a shit about football like that football. They just don't. To your point, you want to talk Wayne Rooney, CR7, Mbappe. You're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We can talk about that football. They'll even talk about basketball. Before they're, talking about, they're like, but American football? They're like, nah, we don't even know what that is. But for you to be able to branch out into all these other avenues through football, I think is wonderful because I think so many times I feel like so many athletes, Brandon, whether they're you know superstars or middle of the road or whatever, when their career ends, they don't know how to do anything outside of football. Right. It's like this is it. And they have to be they have to stay attached to the game, which is great in some ways. But also, like, what if there's no job for you here? What are you going to do? Right? What, what if there's no opportunities? Like what? And so talk about like finding interest beyond football, because for you, you were lucky with your mom. You had a love for performing and acting very early. And that was huge for you. The importance of finding that passion and, and marrying them with other passions that you have. You know, I, I, that time, remember I told you when I when I blew out my knee there and I'm sitting there, you're thinking, well, I ain't making money like Tom Brady. I'm going to have to have another job. And I am not the nine to five type. <laughs> Growing up, you asked my dad, I would come home, dad, I got laid off from McDonald's. Dad, I got laid off from Food Line. He's like, yo, you just started working there. <laughs> Like, bro, like, I just, like, I don't, it's not for me. Like, right. I am I am a passion guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. when it came to academia, I would j- do just enough to get by. And people are like, yo, your dad's a recruiting coordinator. How do you have a 1-9 right now? <laughs> it's, it's, and, I'm, and I'm not, like, I'm not trying to say, oh, that was right. cool or anything. Right. But when I go to these schools and I talk to these kids, if you're a passion person, you better be ready to get your hands dirty. And really grind it out, especially in the two businesses that I've chose as a profession, professional football and, and TV. Mm-hmm. It's a grind it out business. So, like, I was, you know, talking to one of my friends today and, you know, he's getting a little upset with his journey. He's like, oh, maybe I should go back to doing this. You know? And I'm like, yo, as your friend, you know, I want to kick you in the butt. But as as somebody who's trying to get to that top, I say thank you. Because we mm-hmm. always, a lot mm-hmm. of people in these businesses hit that plateau, mm-hmm. hit that 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 part of the, the journey where it's like, wait, I've already done this and I still have to do all of that? And they back out. So the ones of us that's like, all right, let me drop some of this dead weight, drop mm-hmm. some of this gear, let me get my little spiky things out and start climbing. We like, we like, cool, we'll check y'all out. You know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. peace sign to mm-hmm. y'all because it's like now the road isn't as crowded anymore and i'm one of those cats it's like i i never i wasn't odell i wasn't no star like that but i'm ready to grind it out with longevity with anybody to reach the top of my mountain and i you know that's just one of those things man and it's like i tell that to kids when i go to these inner city schools and i i talk to these kids and i know some of the parents when i'm like 
yo, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not here to talk about get your degree or nothing like that. <laughs> you see some teachers' faces frown up. But then when they when they see the message, when I'm like, if you're not going to get that piece of paper, you're going to go in the arts world or you're going to go entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, be ready to work 90 hours instead of that 40 hours. I was going to say, I think there's so much to unpack here. And I like that. I think to me, the, the two biggest takeaways are the similarities between your crafts, right? Between the work that it goes into to being a, a football player and the work that goes into being on TV and doing what you do that I think people see the success and they don't realize how much goes into that in the day in and day out. Like even if it's the shaky camera, getting those first reps in, getting that out of the way and building. And then I think, you know, you talk about the nine to five, you might not be a nine to five person, but you're like a nine to maybe 5am person because you're running <laughs> all the time. So talk about a little bit more about that work ethic that goes in across football, whether it's something you love, TV modeling, all that good stuff. Well, my friends, they kind of, you know, we all got our insecurities in our in these games. And my friends hate me sometimes because it's like, yo, why didn't you post the shaky camera? Why didn't you? They think that I should have charted the journey a lot more. They're like, yo, we're so sure. And we've, we've, we're invested so much in this journey. Why didn't you show that failure? Why didn't you? We all get so caught up in one of the posts, just the successes. And it's like, for me, you know, having friends like Victor Cruz's and the Andrew Hawkins and all those guys, it's like at this level, I can't I'm like I can't show people a failure, you know, so I mm -hmm, get caught up mm -hmm. in my own little head sometimes. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like that's my brand, you know, like you're you're the guy who you're you're the guy who, you know, you, you didn't have that illustrious. You got you're the grinder. You're the grinder. Somebody out there is going to resonate with you more than they do with other people because they're like, man, this dude, I remember when this dude, and this, he's there now, you Brett B. Lund, you doing this, you doing soccer? You never playing no soccer? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the best feeling in the world when you, when you yeah. hear something like that. And then, you know, especially when it comes to this journey, I tell people all the time, when we're, you know, when you equate the football grind to the TV grind and having to have that, that mentality, that Mamba mentality, you know, you ask anybody, back in the day, I couldn't read teleprompter to save my <laughs> life. I remember being on, you know, because when I retired in 2015, it was for this show called Hollywood Today Live, nationally syndicated show. It was two days. I had a day left before I was going to training camp. Uh, 2015, I was going to training camp. I lived in Union, I lived down Union City, right off 30th and Bergeline Ave. I took a, and you can see on my Instagram, go back to 2015, I took a picture and it was captioned, the, the Great Migration is before we all go north to go to Canada. I get a call from this producer like, yo, we saw your, we saw your reel and my reel was consisted of all my jersey, my web series stuff on page 11 on YouTube when we, when we, and we think you're just, we love your energy. It's more my look. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We want to fly you out to L.A. to test for the network. So I'm like, and my manager at the time was like, yo, this is legit. Like, you're going to go. So I called, you know, my team and was like, oh, you know, I got a death in the family. I got to, you know, I got to stay for a couple of days. So they flew me out there and they put me on set with all these polished people. And it was my turn to read teleprompter. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in the back of my head like, can you read? <laughs> you are horrible <laughs> right now 
and you know they flew me they flew me back because they were like oh you're green I was there in the, for a week and they 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 told my manager that I was back in Canada for a week and they told my manager like we'll sign him to a developmental deal we'll have him here for five weeks and if he's ready by the time we we air then we'll sign him to a full contract if not I'm like yeah I go we just had a two a day we just had two practices the last practice. I just started crying because my body was like, it's over. And I like went to my coaches. My coach was like, yo, you just had like 14 catches in two practice, bro. You're a starter. Like, what do you mean you're retiring? Went to my teammates, same thing. I just, I knew I wanted, I mm-hmm. wanted to try. Mm-hmm. So when I went out there, they were trying to get me ready. And I just, I was just so green, you know, like sitting there, someone's in your ear mm-hmm. talking to you mm-hmm. while you're trying to read. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking to you and you're having to do this. I'm just, there was one point where I was just like, yo, shut, everybody shut up. Oh, that's a D. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, I just had a moment. So they dropped me two days before they were going to go live because one of the producers was still fighting for me. Like, he just needs time. He needs time. So I called my mom crying, yo. Like, like I'm, I'm just upset. My mom's like, here's what you're going to do. So I'm going to give you one minute. You can cry. You can curse. You can do whatever you want. After that minute, I'm going to stop you, and then we're going to figure this out because mm-hmm. there's, you know, you ain't going back to Canada, boy. So I'm cussing like like that Kevin Hart drone. He's cussing. <laughs> <laughs> like he's cussing and all that. And she stops me, and she's like, all right, what are you going to do? So I've been training high school kids and stuff around North Jersey, so I got all these, like, workout jobs and stuff. And there's a day where I go in, this lady comes up to me, and she's like, you got this great energy. I heard you said you're kind of like TV host, former football player. She's like, I've got a friend, Babette Perry. She's the head of Innovative Artist Broadcast. Send me a reel. If she likes you, you know, you take, you know, maybe she'll take a meeting. So I sent the lady, you know, you hear that all the time. Mm-hmm, sent mm-hmm. it to her. And this is after like a year, year and a half of living out in LA, uh, doing the workout jobs and, um, you know, com- little commercials here and all that. And, uh, and I was sleeping on my boy's couch. But so, Two weeks later, I get the email. Babette would like to take the the meeting with you. So I go into Innovative. I was like, I was ready to be Kanye out there jumping on the table like Bobby Smurda. I was like, I'm like, I need to get, I need to get signed. I'm like, oh, Randy, I need to get this deal. <laughs> so, I didn't hear from Babette for like a month after, but she called me. I was working at a Plate Fit right up by Kings Road Cafe, right yep, in up yep. there in LA, and I, I had a class going. And I get the call. I'm like, oh, I was like, I don't know this. I don't know this uh, 818 number. I need to take this. So um, I'm, I get a little uh, assistant to run the class. And she's like, Don Sperling of New York Giants TV remembers you from your time with the Giants. Would like to bring you in for an audition. Now, I've been taking class. That's why I was sleeping on my boy's couch because I didn't want to pay like a full L.A. rent because I was doubling up on on-camera classes for mm-hmm. a year. You know, like for a year living in Van Nuys, all Studio City, just taking these classes with Marquis Costello getting ready. I flew into the Giants facility and just nailed prompter. Just nailed. Like, you know, you just boom. Yeah, back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then a month later, moved back here doing Giants TV. I've done nationally syndicated TV shows and I'm here where I'm at now. So I'm at the point now where I'm like, the, 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 the mountain's even higher now, mm-hmm. but I'm ready to climb. I'm like, peace, y'all. I got to go. Let me get my <laughs> peace. 
and let me get up this mountain. It's just been a blessing. Sorry to talk so much. No, nah, man. But but see, but that that energy is why you are getting where you are and doing what you're doing. All right. So we know the TV side. We know all that. I mean, we are a sneaker podcast after all, Brandon. So like, talk to me about sneakers, man. As a football player, you wore a lot of cleats, you know, that kind of thing. But what were the brands that you liked? What kind of kicks were you rocking when you were on and off the field? Well, you know, back in the day, we, we had those little standard Reebok and Nike deals with the NFL. You couldn't really wear funky cleats like that. Now these guys, they put all types of work. It's not fair. Like, You're 37? You don't look 37. Them cleats I was wearing back in the day with Miami Dolphins, like it looked like I was 37. So, you know, like, you know, it was it was all basic. You know, my attire on the field was was pretty much basic. Off the field, you know, modeling, being able to be in New York, I never had that eye. My sister, Kristen, she's got that eye where, you know, she's very eclectic with her style. And I'm like, girl, you got that from the thrift store? Damn. (laughs) So, you know, I'm I'm, like my style in your everyday clothing and all. I'm, I'm, I'm really basic, but when I put on suits and stuff, that's when, you know, Bruce Wayne turns to Batman. Like, <laughs> but, so, so now it's like, you know, I, I just moved back out here from Denver. I don't have all my stuff. A lot of my stuff is just basic stuff right now. But, you know, I, things that I don't like for sure is like them big high heel shoes everybody wearing. Like, I'm not <laughs> If you're if you're a five five male, you shouldn't be wearing shoes that are making five nine. Like like, I mean, I don't like to wear those as a female, so I'm right there with you. I feel you. Yeah, it's you know, it's the styles have changed so much. Like the big the like the big shell toes and stuff. I'm like, yo, like this is forget Instagram filters. People are doing real life shoe filters now, and it's well, it it just boggles me now. But you know, teach their own. You know, one thing I've learned about art. And one thing I've learned about just being around different places throughout the world and stuff, it's like you really do pick up on little things like, oh, this is this is be- this is dope. Like I was in the in the souk in uh, in Morocco in uh, Marrakesh, Morocco in March, um, and I picked up this leather bag because I'm like, I, I gotta bring that home. Like that's <laughs> dope, you know. So there's just different things, but my style, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm very basic, with, like with my streetwear, like my everyday wear. But, you know, I, I've got a nice deal with uh, Grover Grover uh, Bespoke when it comes to, like, men's, my suited, you know, custom tailored. Oh, look at you. Oh, All right. Fancy. I'm a suit guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a suit guy. Something about them suits just make you feel. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I, I can appreciate that because I, 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 I do like a good, a good suit myself. Big, big, big fan of the Bespoke suit game. I may have to check out a good old Grover Grover. Maybe I'll drop your name. Be like, uh, by the way, uh, Brandon London, help, help. <laughs> Help, help. That's, yeah, that's, the, um, that's the discount code, Drone. Help, exactly. Exactly. Use your discount code, Poker Athlete. You know? But go. soon we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be launching a collaboration and all pretty cool. soon. I just need to Amazing. get back here, get settled. Like I said, that new gig's coming up. A lot of things going on. So it's like right now I'm kind of just being under. You know how you kind of go underground? Mm-hmm. Yep. Things are about to, I'm about to be like stupid. That incubation. And all right like that. Yeah. Boy, you pop off. I got you. Yeah. All right, folks, stay tuned because coming up next, even though Brandon says he's basic, he got to have some sneakers around the house somewhere. So he's going to show us some stuff in America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane. Don't go away. What's good, y'all? We are back, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by AnotherLane.com. Listen, Chad 
Jones, who of course is the co-founder along with his lovely wife, Adina, was out on Twitter the other day and he had a great video they put up about the sort of negative um, stereotype around all black sneakers. And I encourage you guys to check that out, look it up, right? It's like a, it's it's really interesting. And again, Chad is Chad's a PhD level educator when it comes to kicks. Like you want to know anything, that is the man to go talk to. It's the sneaker Galactus and head over to anotherlane.com. All right, Brandon, it is your show, Shoe and Tell. Show us what you got. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm about to get White Claw basic on y'all. So he said uh, White Claw. <laughs> there's no laws when you're drinking White Claws, Brandon. Okay. Man, at, least, at, least, at least these are mango. Here, at least I got some mango <laughs> flavor here. All right. So in terms of every day, if you see my Instagram, you've probably seen these Converse All Stars. You no, know, I, I really love. Like I said, I'm I'm basic when it comes to shoes, and as the best part about it. They're, the heel doesn't start here. The heels are really basic heels, ladies and gentlemen. Super basic. But when it comes to, I've probably only worn these. I've had these for about ten years. I've only worn them five times. Clark's Wallabies. I just. I got you. They've been fresh. I loved them since uh, since college. Maybe I got something to uh, to to wear them to wear them out. Uh, free ninety nine. I got these. <laughs> this, what company was? He said free ninety nine. Yeah, they That's sent it to me. I I went to their uh, event in the city. You know that church over by Bounce, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's an event space. Yeah, and limelight. They had an event there one time, and they're like, "Oh, what's your size? We'll send these to you." You know, these kind of like the Huckleberry Finn joints, but you know, with a nice pair of jeans. You know, they they fly about. They make me look a little grungy. You know. You know? <laughs> So Brandon, when you're when you're running around the the field um, at Giants Giants camp at the um, at the practice facility, Quest Diagnostics, and you're talking to players and you're doing whatever interviewing, the Converse, right? That's that's like that helps you kind of. They're the Converse. They're the Converse. But then when I do Giants post game live mm-hmm. after, then I wear the Kohans, the dress shoes. Or even see, I'm a I'm a I'm an ankle guy, you know. Okay, uh, okay you got to show some ankle. I love them ankles, you know. I'm a I'm a coconut oil all over the body, especially them ankles, <laughs> guy. So you know, you put the you put the logo, okay. and I can't wait to get back to going to the events and all, and the red carpets in mm-hmm. the city and all, because people now people now that they've seen me on your podcast when they come up, be like, yo, cocoa butter on the ankles. Right, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and then these, these you you gotta have. I like the on those. I like. Them. Yep. And have the little black tip on them as well. The I, who who is it that sent me these? It's a company called La Milano. La Milano. It's an Italian design. Italian. And they sent me these. They you can you can what is it? You can smell the leather. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the Italian leather. <laughs> I've only worn these twice. I've had them since 2016. I've only worn these twice. Okay. I'm gonna get them. Uh, I want to get them polished. But that's you know I, I I brought these. I brought all this stuff. Uh, that's pretty much like the coolest stuff I have here in the sense that you know I got some Kohans and stuff, but I I don't wear like. You know, like crazy kicks and sneakers and stuff like that. And even, you know, I'm going to be 100. I'm a bargain shopper when it comes to <laughs> So I wore these the other day. Let me crash. I mean, we talk about this a lot. You know what I mean? Like not the, the way that sneakers are right. rising in price, the way that kicks have gone up. Like the someone who's a true sneakerhead or a bargain shopper, like can walk into any store and find something they like. So mm-hmm. like. 
That's, Ooh. that's so something like these. I mean, y'all are sneakerheads. So how much do you think like something like these would go for? What's this? An Adidas Boost? I mean, Ultra boost? I mean, it's it, it's it looks like it, it could be a well. I'll, I'll let him explain. <laughs> Somebody the other day at the Giants game was like, "Man, you got some Yeezys on." I'm like, "Man, these some Feezys, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say they look like Adidas, Adidas boots, but they're not. These are these are ponies, <laughs> and I got these at Burlington. Well, Burlington Coat Factory for twenty four bucks for twenty four, and it's See, like I, I respect a good deal. Here's the thing, and like one of my boys tried to clown, like you know, you know, it's your homeboys, it's harmless. He was clowning me in the group group text. I'm like, y'all, I got a thirty five hundred dollar suit on, <laughs> bespoke, but suit on. I can wear whatever I want. You know what I'm like, talking about, you know. So it's just honestly, man, it's just one of those things where, like I said, like I never want to. You know, I'm obviously, you know, I make I make good money and all that stuff. I can buy different things and all that, but I never want to be that person to where when I walk around and just the label mm-hmm. try like I I'm like, oh, what do you mean? This is this is that or this is you know this, right. such like that. I want people. I want to be one of those people where it's like, yo, those are dope, man. Like, those must have been expensive, and they just deep down inside you like. The way I'm rocking it, yeah, they are expensive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just in that, I got expensive stuff and all, but I never, I, I never wanted to like attach myself or like be a slave of the label in that sense. You know, it's kind of like football where they say the man makes the jersey number, the jersey number doesn't make the man. It's the same thing. I feel like when it comes to style. I appreciate I that, like, man. Got to introduce you to our guy Ben. Uh, <laughs> ben would appreciate this a lot, and I yep. think you know. The mix of the fit, right? That's what it's about. It's yeah. like you don't really know, and then that's what gets people talking. That's what we love about kicks, right? I'm the opposite, where I'm like, let me put on some bike shorts with some fancy <laughs> sneakers that probably cost me a whole outfit. But I, I respect which is, that vibe. Which is it's okay. Which is yeah. okay, you know. But you, but you know, like that this the that you can do that. You can wear the little biker shorts and all because you like if someone has a problem with it, like yo, like what do you, what do you mean these 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 shoes are your car now? Like, but that's it. We we, we we are about celebrating what makes you you and whatever floats your boat, as or as, as Outcast says, or find your lost I remote. Lost remote. <laughs> yep. All right, Brandon, this is a pleasure, man. Tell the people where they can find you and keep track of all your goings ons. At Brandon London TV on all social media stuff. I'm trying to get my TikTok game up, so go get your boy a follow on the TikTok. And then uh this next this next announcement, a lot of people following the journey and all, like I, I don't do it for myself. There's a lot of people, you know, that I'm trying to bring up with me. You know, I, I love Kevin Hart because if you look at his team, it's a lot of his homeboys mm-hmm. and a lot of the, the comedians that he's come up with. And, you know, who knows how how big I take this thing. But I can tell you, I ain't going to be alone at the top, you know, or whatever the top of my mountain is. It's going to be a lot of people who've helped me along the way and all. So, uh, you know, whatever support people want to give me, likes, follows, all that good stuff, I really appreciate it. Collaborations I'm down for as uh, as well, you know, because I look greatness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we appreciate having you on. And, folks, you know where to find us. We are on all social media platforms, at Kicks and Shit Show. We are part of the Count the Dings family on that Bomb podcast feed. So you find us with the original Bomb show. You find us with rap names growing up the same. And, of course, us, the Kicks and Shit Show. And until next time, peace. Peace.
Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.